0: All right, my friends, welcome back to Your Bible, Book by Book. I am Pastor Luke, and this is the book of Hosea. Hosea is a prophet um, who is uh, the first of the minor prophets. So the the minor prophets uh, is a a section in the Old Testament, the the last section, which is 12 books, uh, beginning with Hosea, ending with Malachi. And they're called minor prophets uh, for the very simple reason that these writing prophets are uh, shorter books, Um, and so Hosea begins this section. He actually predates Isaiah, which is the first of the major prophets. He predates Isaiah uh, by a little bit, Um, but he writes around, we think, 750 BC, um, and that would be, uh, and his ministry is about 45 to 50 years, so his ministry uh, is the generation right before Israel, the northern kingdom, falls to the Assyrians. Um, so you can imagine that uh, his ministry is, um, in one sense, it, it's a warning. Um, it's also a, maybe a last plea uh, to Israel to turn back to the Lord. Um, and so the, the themes in Hosea are very interesting for that reason. When you understand Where these books fall in the time frame, in the history of what's happening in Israel, um, then it it makes a lot more sense what is being declared and and why these things are being declared. And so Hosea has this very interesting uh, distinction that um, he is called to marry a prostitute. And um, one of the things that you see in his life, which is evident in a lot of the prophets, is that his life is an illustration, that God is using his life as an illustration of God's own relationship with his people. And so uh, Hosea plays the, basically the part of God in this relationship, and his wa- wife, who um, is unfaithful, um, she plays the part of Israel. And uh, what's going to happen in this story, in, in Hosea's life, is that uh, she is going to um, revert back to prostitution after she marries Hosea, after they have uh, a couple of kids, then she reverts back to prostitution. And uh, I, Hosea has to or is called to go and rescue her again um, and to buy her back. Even though she is his wife, um, he, he is called to go and, and pay for her, to restore her, to bring her back. And that is uh, an illustration of God's faithfulness and his love for his people. Even though they are radically disobedient, um, he is going to continue with his steadfast love, with his faithfulness to them, um, e- even in spite of just how uh, extreme their, their uh, rebellion is. And, it, and when you understand uh, about the northern kingdom versus the southern kingdom, um, you know that the The northern kings um, were none of them were righteous. Not one single king in the north, in in what is called Israel, uh, were declared to be righteous. Um, whereas in the southern kingdom, uh, in Judah, and the kings of Jerusalem, uh, there were many kings that were declared to be righteous. Um, and so the history you see is in First and Second Kings. And it goes back and forth between the, the kings of Israel and the kings of, of Judah. And it declares, you know, their kingship and, and talks about them briefly and uh, whether or not they were righteous. And, and the Israelite kings, the kings of Israel, the northern kingdom, uh, were all of them were, were wicked in some way. Um, and so what has happened and what you kind of need to have a handle on historically is that when the kingdom split, between Rehoboam, who was Solomon's son, and Jeroboam, who began to lead the Northern Kingdom. um, What they did in the Northern Kingdom was to retain a certain uh, amount of worship of God, of Yahweh, um, but uh, to do it in the wrong manner. And so they built their own temple, uh, which they were not permitted to do legally, and uh, they did some other things uh, in, in worshiping God, uh, building some uh, idols, some some figures, uh, to to help and aid in aid and worship that they were not permitted to do legally, and so even though they were worshiping the same God, they were worshiping God in a very um, illegitimate manner, and so that is primarily why uh, the Northern Kingdom was seen as unfaithful, um, and so they struggled throughout their history for about three hundred years. Um, with uh, idolatry, with unfaithfulness, with um, a lot of, of radical um, behaviors that, that were not uh, condoned by God. And finally, God has uh, had enough and he's going to bring judgment on them. And, and the judgment comes in the form of Assyria. So Hosea is that last um, measure of, of God's patience being expended in his declaration to them about how unfaithful they have been, and the book is filled with a couple of different things. Very interestingly, one is that uh, he uh, refers to himself in first person. So I, uh, in Hosea, um, God speaks in first person um, over a one hundred times, um, and so that that's a very interesting distinctive thing in Hosea where God says. This And God says that, and he's, uh, he's speaking in the first person over a hundred different times. Um, also, Hosea is filled with uh, illustrations um, of how um, Israel is unfaithful. And so the life of Hosea and his wife um, and her unfaithfulness, that's, that's one illustration. It's the primary one. Um, then there are others. There are about a dozen different um, images used. Uh, to describe how Israel is unfaithful. Another prominent one is uh, an unfaithful child with uh, believing or faithful parents, and how patient and loving the, the parent has been. And yet no matter what the parent does, that the child uh, continues to act in uh, rebellion. And so that is the, the primary theme of Hosea is to describe the unfaithfulness, this, to describe and illustrate, um, why it is that God is going to bring about the, the judgment that he's going to bring about to the northern kingdom, but also it is intended to uh, illustrate God's love and his faithfulness, that um, he has been more than patient with the northern kingdom. Um, that in his word, uh, in, in the very beginning um, with Moses, as he declares to the people and they receive the law, uh, God had declared that if they were to turn their backs on God, then God would bring about judgment and discipline. Well, God in His grace has uh, offered to restore Israel, even though they've been radically disobedient for so long, He's still willing to and still wants to uh, restore them to offer forgiveness. So in God's faithfulness, um, he, he is extending mercy and grace. But um, while he does that, the Israelites refuse um, to accept that, that offer. And so they continue to persist in their unfaithfulness. And um, what happens is that they forfeit forgiveness, which God is, is offering. Um, and so the, the book of Hosea is um, this final warning, this final um, declaration of God's great love. Um, but the warning of um, it, the time is very short um, and, and that Israel must turn um, or else they will seek or they will receive the, uh, the consequences of their behavior. Um, and, and so all of that, again, when you, when you understand um, how it is that God is revealing himself, it points to uh, the Messiah. It points to the reality that, um, in our human nature, uh, we we really are not capable of faithfulness. Uh, we're not able to be uh, the kind of people that that God uh, has determined that we ought to be, that He created us to be, and that ultimately we need a Savior. And so, the uh, Book of Hosea, just like all the books of the Bible, points to the the need and the reality of an ultimate Savior who would on behalf of the human race be that faithful person that would respond to God um, in complete obedience and then uh, by his sacrifice, then we are able to claim and, and uh, be seen as faithful um, because we are able to receive the forgiveness through his sacrifice. So uh, Hosea gives us a, a picture of that. It gives us a, uh, an illustration of God's nature and God's plan Um, But ultimately, the Israelites in the northern kingdom uh, reject that plan, and then they uh, suffer the consequences for that. And so the uh, fall of Israel um, is sometime around uh, uh, 701, uh, 702, somewhere in there, where uh, Samaria is completely uh, overcome by the Assyrians, and they are deported. Um, to all over the world. And uh, those 10 tribes of Israel in the Northern Kingdom um, become the lost tribes of Israel. Um, and so that uh, ultimate judgment, um, it won't be truly uh, forgiven or, um, or changed, or uh, well, God will not bring about the solution for the Israelites until the end. Uh, but in the end, God will. Uh, bring about uh, a a coming together of his people in Israel, and uh, there will be a a change in uh, the world order when God comes through the Messiah, the second coming, and rules, and he brings about um, the the generous offer of his people coming back to faith, coming to a place where they can rule with him uh, in Jerusalem, as his people, and that will be the millennial reign of Christ. Um, and so that's the book of Hosea. It is a fascinating book. It's, it can be a little bit uh, difficult to read at times um, because the themes are uh, pretty mature, but um, it's well worth your reading. I hope that you'll enjoy your Bible book by book.